Welcome to Wake the Bear Radio with your host, Brandon Johnson, Chris Hurst, and Ron Powers. All right, I'm having a little trouble here and in here. This Check my... down below. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Hopefully that's working. Hey, it's going to be a great night tonight. Yeah. I am looking forward to all the topics. There's so many, so many things happening. I say that every week, don't I? <laughs> that's because there's so much happening. Yes, the 24/7 news cycle has kicked our tails here and there. Absolutely. But it's time can't to keep up with it. Well, I mean, I, I think we lose about 80% through the week. We're like, oh, that would be a great topic. Oh, that would be so much uh, good information. And by the week, it's like on to the next thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're here and there is, uh, it's time to wake the bear. Uh, where our focus here at Wake the Bear Radio is to, to question the narrative, get people woken up. Uh, California is the bear and she's waking up and uh, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. Um, yeah. Really want to step it, step it up, step up our coverage, Ben. Ooh, and talk about um, things being heated up right now. <laughs> things are getting heated up. It was a hot one today. Hot one, absolutely. Santa Cruz, uh, people in Arizona are like, you guys are wimps. But it was not, you know, it was 100 degrees, you know? Yeah, yeah. 100 degrees today up in Felton and up in Mount Hermon. Area. I was over the hill. Well, actually, I was talking with you guys just before <laughs> the show, and... Uh, <laughs> You know, I'm on my, my cell phone, and it gets so hot. I had to roll up my windows. I didn't have the air conditioner on. Uh, and my t my phone, it didn't turn off, but it, it blanked out and said temperature, and I couldn't hear anything or see anything. You stuck it out the window because I could hear. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I heard. It was out the window. I and when it came back to life, you're like, what's all that wind? And I'm like, what? <laughs> I, I thought I got disconnected. It was kind of a weird day. But uh, anyway, there was a lot to talk about then, and uh, there's a lot to talk about now. Yeah. So well, uh, let's start off with some good stuff. Uh, good stuff. Uh, the Montana Supreme Court mandated uh, voter ID has gotten rid of gotten rid of same day voter yeah. registration. So that's big. That's a big deal. That I, I, I seem to think that you know, two thousand mules and some of the exposure to the corrupted um, twenty twenty election had something to do with that. I think people are figuring out that uh, uh, it was very easy to cheat and uh, two thousand mules. Uh, show demonstrated that. Oh, that was such a great movie, documentary. I uh, I did call our local theater. I haven't heard back, but I, I would like to rent out the theater, and if anybody wants to see it in the big screen, yeah, uh, you know, we'll definitely make uh, make that known uh, before it actually goes on on our show. So hopefully next week we might have some news on that. But if uh, you haven't seen it, you got to see it. You yeah. got to see it, and you got to bring someone else to see it because this undeniable is undeniable truth. Undeniable truth yeah. that the election was a fraud, that there were criminal trafficking going on of ballots. So clear. Yeah. So and clear. Even the people that were in the room when they just gave the information, a couple of them were like, ah, I don't really agree. I'm not really sure that's happened. And then after they showed all the evidence, they're like, okay, this is like slam dunk. This obviously took place. There's This is obviously, the election was thrown in a couple of key states that were um, basically, you know, flip states. Yeah. Yeah. You got to ask yourself, I mean, it's not just, oh, there's a little fraud there and they shouldn't have done that. It literally was stealing an election and putting people that should not have been in there. Those people do not represent the majority. Right. And literally we got taken over as if it were a foreign country. And Banana people Republic. can't be neutral about that. They can't be lax about it. it this it's is not a major. partisan issue. No. Like, listen, if we, if, if, if we lose, if my side loses the election, I'm okay with that if it's done fairly means that we weren't listening to the people, means that we weren't addressing the issues. But when it's flat out stolen, I don't mm -hmm. care. That's, that one, that's one of the points they made. Well, if, you're, if everybody's been telling, saying 24-7 that, that Trump's a Nazi, then, you, you know, then it, it gives people intellectual justification to throw the election. Right. Right. And of course, now we're finding out through the Durham investigation that all of the stuff that was put on news, news the news 24-7 was a bunch of yeah, bunch hogwash. Of yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, and right now in Pima County, they're actually, which is in Arizona, that was one of the counties that was on uh, 2,000 Mules. They're actually doing an investigation right now as a result of that information in 2,000 Mules between some uh, NGOs, some non-governmental organization, non-profits. Uh, and so they've gotten some subpoena uh, for their some of the the workers there Great. and some of their workplace paperwork. So wow. there's some things moving Stuff forward. Stuff is happening. Yep. And uh, I think there's so much like 
garbage going on out there that finally Elon Musk, who's never voted Republican, says he's going to be voting Republican right, yeah. in this election. Can you imagine? And he says, I think there's a whole lot of people that are... He's like, I was a moderate Democrat. Now I've become a moderate Republican. I think a whole lot more people are going to vote where I, vote the way I vote this coming elections. Well, he said that he could no longer vote Democrat because they're now the party of hate and division. Yeah. So what a powerful statement. Very clear. Yeah. And so. when you got a president that gets up there and says, I'm losing my patience with you because you won't get the injection that's experimental and that... It was just ridiculous. Like, I mean, then all the information that comes out is like 1,200 different side effects. And, oh, by the way, we're not going to release the, those, those clinical trials for 75 years. And then you get the president up there. And says, I'm losing my patience with you who aren't getting injected. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, ridiculous. like you're a little child. What, are you Hitler? <laughs> <laughs> it's getting that way. Yeah. I was watching a video in Guangzhou, uh, China, where they, uh, th everybody's in the shopping mall, and they're doing a, a passport, a health passport tracking. Do, yeah. And uh, apparently, I guess you got a card in and stuff like that. And somebody carded in this mall, this major mall, and it set off an alarm like, hey, this is an effect in, you know, an infected, infected person. person. Yeah. And, and Mayday, Mayday. Yes. So they were going to shut the mall down and people knew what was going to happen and they rushed out and they stormed out and you oh have my. these guards trying to hold them back and people literally are getting trampled. They're Whoa. like, I don't want to be locked in this mall. That's mm. the kind of power that is already in effect in China. Mm. And people are thinking about a passport here. Oh, oh, yeah, I'd like a health passport. No, you don't. In Australia, Look at the power. Canada. Yeah. So just crazy. And to see that firsthand, I mean, they all whipped out their phones, the ones that were outside. Like, I'm going to, I hope there's a rising up in China. Yeah. yeah those I, people. It's, it's just hard for them. Yeah. So. Yeah. I heard a, uh, an interview on Mary Grace Media. If you don't listen to her, she's on Rumble and she is fabulous. She was interviewing an attorney who is standing up for the rights um, in Canada and in America. He's an international attorney and he, he has he got the first jab, and then he began to see that there were alternatives to um, to take. And as he did his research, he decided not to. But as a result, if you have not gone through at least two vaccinations, you cannot domestically or internationally fly. So he cannot leave the country. Wow. And he had some professional um, conferences he was hoping to attend, and he uh, he's not able. To leave, so this is uh, this is our neighbors to the north, mm. our great neighbors to the north. Wow. So our hearts break for for the um, the the tyranny that's going on there. Isn't there president right now at the World Economic Forum devising the next level of the eighteen yeah. year, sixteen year plan? Well, the the plan with the WHO, yeah, with the with World the Forum, Economic yeah, Forum is planning with the World Health Organization yeah. to, and the colluding with our president, the current resident in the White House, to hand over the sovereignty of our nation to an unelected bureaucracy controlled by a World Health Organization funded by Bill Gates. This is not conspiracy. This is flat out truth. So, Brandon, give a little detail of what does it mean to hand over sovereignty? I mean, what would happen or who's so doing what? At the next pandemic, the World Health Organization would make the directives of how it should be handled, and, and we are going to sign on to say that we will do what everything the World Health Organization says to do. Wow. Basically, yeah. sovereignty. I mean, in, in a pandemic or in an emergency, see, if you want to control people, you say, well, we're only doing this during an emergency. But then you create more and more and more emergencies so that you continue to control and control and control. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. you see people with masks on in the middle of the summer driving a car, and that's the crazy lunacy of, of uh, what they're pushing. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't make sense. That's the scary thing, that if you go to challenge it, you get taken down, you lose your medical license. I mean, there's 17,000 doctors right now that, um, what is it, Robert Malone is, is representing, and they are saying... This is fraudulent. Uh, this isn't science. These are 17,000, uh, you know, doctors. Yeah. I mean, these are smart people, Practicing too. You know, board-certified physicians. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, the, the scary thing about the WHO, um, this uh, sovereignty that... that uh, that the current administration, they actually are the ones that introduced the idea 
for the WHO to have sovereignty over us, but but we have to remember they are the medical arm of the UN. I mean, wow. they are the UN. They're not just this other entity. They are under the UN, and they have redefined what pandemic is. So it's not just when people are very, very sick. They're not just surveilling. There's actually no defined number any, any longer in the new definition of um, the WHO pandemic. It's a uh, potential situation, and they get to define what is potentially dangerous and what isn't. So no, no clear cri- criteria. No. We're, just, we're just handing over the decision-making power to the United Nations to tell us what to do. They will pontificate. That, I'm sorry, but that is treason. Oh, absolutely. It's treason. And if you're not paying attention, this is what we're talking about. Handing over the sovereignty of American citizens to a foreign entity is treason. Yeah, and the reason that we're talking about it right now is because it's currently going on in Davos, Switzerland, where the WEF is uh, meeting. They're going to be meeting between now and around the 28th, I believe you said. And during this time is when they are going to be considering and voting on. I mean, I guess you have to be in their special group to be able to vote on this uh, as to whether or not the WHO should have sovereignty. Yeah, you well, gotta be voting, in their club. Well, voting on, I mean, the World Economic Forum, no one voted them into power. <laughs> Who are these guys? If you have made a close to a million, a couple million dollars or a billion dollars, you get to be invited in. And then they have this Young, uh, young Leaders Forum when Trudeau's there right now. Uh, all of these people, and they're being groomed to take on their philosophy and give in to this world power organization, which is a bunch of oligarchs. It's a technocracy. It's a control, uh, command and control structure where you will, listen to this American people, they say this in their own ads, you will own nothing and you will be happy, happy. Yep. which means they will own everything and they will be happy. <laughs> well, you know, they, they said a couple other things this week uh, on record. So, uh, the uh, president of Alibaba Group, uh, Michael Evans, so he started boasting about the development of an individual carbon footprint uh, tracker, and that's to monitor what you buy, what you eat, where and how you travel. And so what used to be a conspiracy, this is the truth. I mean, he publicly said that. Wow. And then uh, one other one was uh, Australian e-safety commissioner, Julie uh, Grant. She said, we need to recalibrate free speech. So wow. they want to change what free speech is. What free speech is allowed. Yep. And somebody on Twitter said, oh, I think I'll play that section that she said. Right. And they got kicked off Twitter. It bumped them off <laughs> yeah, of Twitter. Bumped them off of Twitter. Which is why Elon Musk speech. is saying, hey, you know what? Free speech is when people you don't like say things you don't agree with and you have to tolerate it. That's called free speech. Yep. <laughs> so free speech well, is under uh, under fire. Under attack. And then I don't know if you saw the video, but Jack Probasek, who is one of the uh, part of the... Um, the organization Turning Point USA, friends with uh, Benny and what, Charlie, uh, Kirk. Charlie Kirk. He was there and he was detained for an hour by World Economic Forum police who were carrying fully automatic M5 machine guns and held him. And he was all he was doing was just at a, 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 a like a, a cafe and they were questioning him and holding them. And then they wouldn't let him videotape or anything. He's like, well, so here's an American citizen who's a journalist who has a journalist pass and they're not letting them record what's going on yeah people need to wake up yep you can't you can't sit on the couch and do nothing and you can't play the fence they say the devil owns the fence yeah so you've got to get on one side or the other yeah and and you know i I feel for people out there and you you probably feel you know what there's just so much going on it's hard to keep up it's like media fatigue it's almost like um planned fatigue just to, to 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 demoralize us and that's we just want to remember this that listen we win this, that the Lord Jesus Christ, yeah. he will come back and there will be judgment someday and we win this. Like we're called to, to occupy. We're called to be the salt and light of the earth. We're called to, to hold back the darkness. Literally, the, in, you know, the force that's in us is holding back the revelation of the Antichrist and the, the beast system. So this stuff is coming. It's in the Bible. But the reality is, is our job is mm-hmm. to is to be help to cooperate with the restraining force of the Holy Spirit, the restraining force of heaven, and we win. So we, we want to make sure that as we continually say here on Wake the Bear that there are big giants in the land. Our God is bigger. You know, Jesus clearly said, "In this world you will have trouble, but take heart; I have overcome the world." 
And we so we it. need to stay positive. We need to stay encouraged. That's good, Brandon. That is, I mean, First Peter 5, 7 uh, is a great verse. It says, pour out all your worries and stress upon him mm-hmm. and leave them there. For he always tenderly cares for you. And, and so as we go through these, these issues that are coming up, we want to stand for things. But um, you take on what God gives you to take on. And you take it on with the fullness of his power, with prayer, with thoughtfulness, with love, with um, tenacity mm. and endurance. And then uh, those things that are out of your control, you have got to lay on him and you leave them there. You continue to pray, but a fear does nothing. Mm. It, uh, it doesn't help your body. It doesn't help your spirit. We, God has not given us a spirit of fear, mm. but of love, of power, and of sound mind, which is critical so thinking good. and thinking from a heavenly point of view. So you have to loose your soul from all that that junk yes. that uh, is coming over our airways, not our airway here at Wake the Bear and KSCO, but the mainstream media, uh, you're going to get slimed. So you've got to be able to, to monitor your emotions and loose your soul from things that might keep you up at night yeah that's right and we need to we need to be praying and we need to be acting the prayer and action are the key uh one thing that's happening coming up this week actually tomorrow night at 7 p.m at vintage faith church they're actually having a prayer meeting specifically to pray against the ab2223 bill which every which we know is an infanticide bill which gives the the california it's it's decriminalizing killing your child up to 28 days after it's born now it's interesting that this is this is even a discussion okay it's 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 mind-blowing that people are actually considering this to be lawful in any way shape or form we went from hey abortion should be safe and rare that's what the democratic party had held back 20 years ago to no you should be able to kill the child right up to the moment it comes out of the womb and now 28 days past once it's come out of the womb. This is ludicrous. It's insanity. Yeah. So what do we do? We call out to God and say, God, look at what's going on. Look, what, look at what your people are doing. Look what the people are doing. We need to stand against this. We need to pray and ask God of the heavens to, to respond to this and stop this, this, this craziness. Yeah, and we really want to support Vintage Faith in this. They are putting their their um, mouth, their time, their prayers, um, and, and public opinion mm-hmm. out there as they're saying, you know what, we are the body of Christ. Uh, we have a voice. We're going to come together. We're going to appeal to heaven, but uh, we're going to um, come against uh, this uh this assembly bill that's being, it's supposed to be being done. It has to be brought up before Friday. Mm. And that's why the timing is so important. So tomorrow, come out and support Vintage Faith. Yep. Add your prayer. Um, call, to, your, call your elected official. Yes, call your, your yeah. you, can, you can do some hands-on things. Call your elected official but all, and say vote no on AB2223. But also come and, and be together with other believers and cry out and let your voice rise up to heaven. Uh, it's an important vote that will be going on regarding this bill. And we want to we wanna see the legislature uh, say no. Amen. Amen. That's good. So what can we do long term, longer term? I, I think we have some voting coming up, too. Yeah. And uh, the elections. elections. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, you may be saying to yourself, okay, who do I vote for? How do I vote? What's the criteria I vote for? And <clears throat> I want to just say this is the, vi- the criteria I am uh, analyzing um, people that I'm going to vote for. Number one, I'm looking for someone who's a genuine believer, genuine Christian, okay, um, and someone who's a genuine conservative, they can genuinely uphold the Constitution of the United States. They're not just kind of giving it lip service. Someone who is an American first agenda, meaning like, let's take care of our country first, and then we'll be in a better position to help other countries. But let's first make sure we're covering our own country, which is like, like the whole thing when you're flying in an airplane, put your mask on first and before you start right. helping out some, you know, someone else. Mm-hmm. And then I'm looking for someone who's, who's for election mm-hmm. integrity and literally is willing to look at 2,000 mules and look at the massive amounts of evidence that the, the 2020 election was stolen. Not Someone who's not scared to say that. And so these are the things that I'm looking for. And, and then, of course, I'm also looking for a candidate that, that can win. You know, we, yeah. you know, 
We need That's to find important. Out. I mean, if it's just one, uh, you know, obscure person, yes, it'd be nice to vote for them. But if they're not, they, there's no viability for them to actually get into that position and win. It's very challenging, and that's so. Those are the kind of things I'm looking at when I'm going to vote. How about you, Ron? What What do you look for? Well, that last point is very challenging because there are some that their ideas ideals match mine very closely mm -hmm. but they don't have a snowball's chance mm. i would say mm. and so i don't want to go to the lesser of two evils either mm. because that's that's half the problem these people are sold out and people say well i know they're both sold out but this one's a little less sold out in my opinion and yet they still produce the same thing so that that's a challenge for me there is one verse that i wanted to talk about yeah, that, go for that, it. that really drives home for voting and that's first uh, timothy 522 it says do not lay hands on anyone too quickly and thereby share responsibility mm -hmm. for the sins of others now laying on a hands back then was when they were electing elders uh, mostly of the body of christ yeah, but it was church. a practice of laying hands on them uh, either praying or passing an anointing or something like that and that was a form of voting and so basically when you want an elder or a leader the same thing a leader laying on a hand so don't be don't be too hasty on picking just anybody mm -hmm. you know that they're they're good looking or they they sound good <laughs> or whatever because you don't want to be participating in their sin mm -hmm. god forbid i let's say i did vote for gavin newsom let i just say in a bizarre universe Ultra that I did our world yeah I would be judged by the God of the universe saying why did you put a man in that is pushing for killing babies killing yeah. humans the, right. the these are things that I've created yeah. and you people and made in my I kills them this yeah. guy makes it easier to kill um, I have created a, an order of living uh, one man and one woman that sort of thing that is the order I want why would you support a man who is tearing that down and going mm -hmm. with people that are mutilating themselves to change you know I'm I'm a boy or now children as a girl or, persuading yeah, children to mutilate themselves doing all those things and so I would be participating in that sin of allowing that mm -hmm. and so as a as a believer i need to really be careful so i i have some strong lines you know things whether you're pro or con on like measure d that's that's not really a a moral issue that one's hard uh, to figure out anyways yeah <laughs> uh we'll get to that <laughs> but you know things like abortion and things so i cannot mm -hmm. i cannot you know i look down as we're going to look at some of these candidates mm -hmm. i can't even go to the Democratic ticket, because really what you got is a bunch of sexual astropole worshipers and a bunch of baby burners for bail, and I, I don't want to participate yeah. in that. And that, that was the old form of what today is, these mm -hmm. two things. Yeah, astropoles were in the Old Testament, people that were sexual deviants, and then Baal yeah. worshippers and Molech who ch sacrificed their children to, to Baal and to yeah. the Molechs. So, I mean, that's what's coming. And that's the modern equivalent of what we're dealing with here. Yeah. I mean, so, so, so basically what you're saying is, is the Democratic Party has adopted into its platform an mm -hmm. anti-God, anti-family, anti-human platform. So you really can't be anything but uh, like a one-issue voter. Like they made it impossible for you to be not anything other than a one-issue voter because I'm yeah. looking for someone who's supporting pro-life. And they used to have pro-life Democrats yeah. way back in the day yeah. when people were, you know, so, so for well, those, me. Those people all died, but they're still voting. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> How about you, Chris? Uh, well, I just I want to address because uh, in, in case that might feel like hyperbole to any of the listeners. Yep, go on. Yeah, go, Chris. <laughs> I, like that. I like that intro there. Yeah. Okay, keep going, Chris. If you look on the iVoterGuide.com, it goes through the um, what the Democratic Party platform and the Republican Party platform, they just have two platforms on the issues of right to life. Um, and they, so when you talk about, you know, what do they believe? There's actually a platform that, uh, talks about like the Republican, it says right on their platform, we assert the sanctity of human life and affirm that the unborn child has a fundamental right to life, which cannot be infringed. And then, um, the, the democratic, and there, there are quite a few bullet points. I, uh, just for time, I want you people, uh, people, if they go on to check out what does the platform actually embrace? Embrace. Mm -hmm. The Democratic platform embraces calls for government-funded abortion on demand through all nine months of pregnancy wow. by repealing the Hyde Amendment, which bars federal money for elect elective abortions. Wow. And they have this on right to life, but they also have the, um, you know, what is their the position on um, religious freedom, 
on the Second Amendment amendment on uh, decentralization of government. Uh, it goes uh, on uh, health care and on border and national security, border issues and national security. So you can actually see what, what it is on the, that website of ivoterguide.com. Mm. And so you can look at the issues. It, for me, um, it's really important, the integrity of, of what someone says, if I can find a um, a voter um, list of what they previously voted on, yeah. where they may have made some wonderful promises, and then uh, you know it's crickets when it comes time to make an important vote. They yes. may not be there, or they may vote against what they actually said. I mean, we've seen that in with Joe Biden yeah. quite yeah. a few times in some of the issues. I look for intelligence, honesty, and ability to communicate. Someone who's actually listening to the people um, so that they their constituents, especially at the assembly uh, level, our local level for our representatives and at our state level, they are actually, when we write letters, does anybody even look at those letters and answer the phones? Mm-hmm. Are they getting these, uh, the emails and the, 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 the questions from their constituents. So uh, I want to think community first. I actually want to know how are they affecting my community, my schools, my um, my region, and then state and national problems. Mm-hmm. So I can see pretty pretty easily through images. I was okay. I, I was looking on Gavin Newsom's. Um, website mm-hmm. for his candidacy and he has four four areas that he addressed that he said this is why you should vote for me one he said climate uh, he uh, that now california leads the world in turning our climate resolve into real actions I'm not really Is sure. Is that the what same state that's that been on means. fire a bunch of times? <laughs> yes. You know? And by the way, you should you should probably listen to geo uh, geoengineeringwatch.com on mm-hmm. uh, Saturday mornings on KSC, uh, KSC. KSC. Yeah. yeah. Wow. But anyway, yeah. Uh, and and he actually addressed with Gavin Newsom. He had a day to spend and show all the you know all the chemtrails and what's happening with the wow. aluminum in the air yeah. and what it's doing to the forest. And Gavin didn't want to do anything about it yeah i mean we look up in the skies every day and i have to my heart gets sick when i see the the junk that's being poured into our skies crisscrossing and then all of a sudden the winds pick up and the the weather shifts or there's a cloud cover um or i start getting headaches uh and i'm sure the respiratory problems Mm. the second the second one is he tackling homelessness wait and expanding ah. mental health treatment. He means kicking people out of their homes so there are more homeless people in the no, streets? No, that's number one and number, like number two on player? his campaign. Yeah. Um, so, Which I, is one of the biggest like complaints about San Francisco, about California, oh is the rampant homelessness. Well, maybe which, that's what he meant. Like, <laughs> he's, he's increasing it because I, I've seen Very inclusive of him. Yes. 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 yes, that's it. The third one is stopping gun violence. And so he has, he's taken on the NRA and Mm. strengthened laws that keep illegal guns off the street. So NRA, are those the people that have done all these massacres? From what I've read, they haven't had any of them from the NRA. No, the last one in Sacramento were all, um, it was all gang related and none of the guns in that Sacramento shooting uh, were registered. Uh, wow. So, uh, don't we have the most restrictive gun uh, laws, rights laws yeah. or gun laws yeah. in the country? That in New York yeah. and didn't, uh, well, as of today, maybe not, but it was uh, the last two was California and New York. And mm-hmm. those are supposed to be some of the most restrictive. Yeah. And the final, his final running issue, and we can change this on June the 7th by whom we get in the primary. Mm-hmm. Top two will go to November is... That was my drum roll. <laughs> drum roll. A more affordable, affordable. California. <laughs> oh, So uh, what happened, I, I do believe there were 200,000 people that left California last year because it was the most... Unaffordable. Like, <laughs> a most unaffordable place to live. Well, that's what people will say. I think they left because of the lunacy of our pol- political spectrum and just the craziness that's going on here. 200,000 people, that's the first time in California human history, I mean, California history, that we've actually had less people... Um, come in, you know, more people leave than came into California. So. Yeah, 
You know, uh, sometimes I listen to fake news if there's nothing else on. It's, it's rare. <laughs> yeah. And they always talk about, like, national average for gas prices. And then they say gas prices in California. And how come California is always way more? Way Isn't that more than the national average. something to do with uh, what Gavin Newsom is doing, yeah. all these restrictions? They were quoting, like, $5. I'm like, dude, it's like six twenty in my in my neighborhood. Yeah. Five to $5. It's because we're in California. Right. And yeah. this is because of Democrats. Yeah. I hate to say it. I don't mean to be a taxes, one party. Taxes and taxes. On the, on a, and then there's the whole thing. Like They, they even said, well, why don't you just re, like take back the, t the extra tax on gas right now because it's going through the roof. And Gavin Newsom's like, no, 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 we don't want to do that. Well, let's go ahead and just give people $400. So you're going to continue to tax us on all our money and then tax us on the $400 you give us, which is our money anyways, but you're not going to take back the, the tax on gas. And it's yeah. like, that's... It's, it, because you know what they don't realize? It's because it's really hard to take it back once you give it. The yeah. government understands that. We have a surplus. We had a tax surplus. Inflation rates. So, th so wow. these are the current inflation, inflation rates. rates. Would you do the honor, Brandon? Yeah, yeah. Gas is up 43.6%. 43%. Electricity, 11%. Meat, poultry, and fish are up 14%. 13.8%. Milk, 14%. Eggs, 22.6%. Coffee, 13.5%. Man, you can put coffee uh, like $7 coffee. a cup of coffee nowadays. Used cars are up 22.7%, and airline fares are up 33.33%. Wow. So uh, apparently he's saying that he's making California more affordable, but apparently he's not actually looking at the actual numbers that show I, that that's, it's, inflation is skyrocketing. Could it be? I'm just asking. I'm not accusing, but could he just be a liar? I, I mean, I, I don't yeah. know. It's, it sure sounds like it. Sounds it. like a lie to me. Well, because people won't do the research. That's the thing. You got to get off the couch. You got to common core math, baby. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you can make it look like anything. Well, hey, you, I just wanted to say that you are listening right now to Wake the Bear Radio. Um, we are on KSEO Radio, 1080 uh, AM. And you can call in at the last few minutes of our show. We got about 20 minutes left. You want to talk, you want to share, you want to disagree with us, we're okay with that. 479-1080, give us a call. Um, one of us will love to answer your question, Ron, Chris, or Brandon. And, uh, yeah, let's talk. Let's dialogue. Let's discuss. Let's have heated, cordial debate, which is what this nation was founded on, rather than just shaming each other for having a difference of opinion. Absolutely. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Go on, I, I wanted to bring up one of the things as I did my um, as I filled out my my ballot that really upset me were the number of people in Santa Cruz County that were running unopposed. Yeah. You know, one is the superintendent of schools and one is our sheriff. And um, th I just I don't understand why we can't get candidates up against um, other candidates so there's some choices to be made. Uh, if, if I thought that all these people were doing a tremendous job, I would still want choices for, for us to, to say, hey, maybe some fresh blood. Is there any, any chance? But we have um, five unopposed significant positions in our county. Mm. Wow. Wow. We need to uh, start acting. Yep. Starting, and you know, and speaking of acting, I think we have a call, Richard from Watsonville. Welcome, Richard. You're on the air, Richard. Yeah, thanks for taking my call. Uh, I'm just wondering if you guys think that this honest, this uh, election is going to be honest. Uh, great, depends where. Great maybe. question, Richard. Yeah. I en I enjoy the fact that they're coming out with the voter IDs, but I'm still thinking that these, you know, these politicians, like you're saying, they're a bunch of liars, and you vote for them, they still lie. And, you know, voter ID is at least going to keep those guys down honest, right? Yeah, I would think. Uh, well, that's not coming to California. Though. Not yet. Montana. No, no that was, that was uh, up in Montana, but wouldn't it be nice if we had it? It would be nice if uh, Mr. Newsom could actually see the California way. Yeah, or represent the people. I think he has his own agenda. You know, uh, even with the primaries, it's called a jungle primary, which means the top two vote-getters get in. It's not one from each party or the top one from each party. So you, if you have a million uh, Republicans running against one or two Democrats, most likely those one or two Democrats will get more because it's too watered down if you have, you know, 12 coming from the Republicans because mm -hmm. it gets split up so many times. Hey, so, Richard, so it'll, what, be, it'll yeah. be two Democrats running against each other. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yes. It could be. Yeah. yeah. So, now, now you, you, said, you said the, the term um, the California way. What did you mean by that? 
Well, that's what uh, Newsom was saying the last time he wanted to do all this fancy stuff. Everything was going to be the new California way, remember? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, you guys are talking a little bit differently to the point where I'm wondering, well, is Newsom really even going to show up for this election? Or is he even going to do any electioneering? You know, he just seems to be like a flash in the pan to me. Well, last time he wasn't even in the voter guide. He didn't even get it, it in. because He didn't just campaign. Got to remember his aunt or aunt-in-law is Nancy Pelosi. I mean, mm-hmm. he's part of the right. uh, Pelosi crime, crime family. What is the family? He's part of the Getty family. Getty, Getty, Getty family. Yep. Pelosi, Newsom, and Brown family. Mm-hmm. And they're all intermarried. And they uh, operate like a mafia. Yep, they do. Yeah, it's so. a great question, and I think that a lot of voters are asking that same question, Richard. Will it be a um, an honest election? I know our county, uh, our our county uh, is trying to make it. They're they're following the rules, but the truth is that we have 17 drop boxes drop boxes throughout our county. Uh, not all of them are under video surveillance. Some of them are on private land, and those. Uh, those are optionally uh, surveilled depending on the desire of the owner. So uh, we know that the election office is um, is secure. and well, you, that You believe in that, huh? You, we, you trust this voters, uh, the county voters office? Uh, I don't uh, know. You know, in Georgia, they're still counting the provincials. Mm-hmm. Here's what I don't now, trust. I don't trust the, the, the procedure. And all the, and all the uh, absentee ballots before election day. So on election day, you have them already counted up, and you just give out one count. Yeah. I mean, this thing going on for two, three days is getting out of hand. Yeah. Oh, I, oh yeah. I think 100%. You, we agree. I, I do not agree with the procedure that is in place by the state at all. But when well, I look at the people in the office, they are, you know, they're, they're like our neighbors. Yeah, they're, but a lot of this has to do with the drop boxes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just yeah. too easy to drive by and drop off a few extras, you know? Yep. Did you right. see 2,000 mules, Richard? No, I've heard all about it. I'm, I'm hoping you guys do put it in the theater. I may want to watch that. Well, we'll go definitely and, go down and pay for that. We'll definitely announce it, and I'm, I'd love to meet you that night. Yeah, absolutely. Well, there's a lot of people that don't have computers out there and don't watch this stuff, you know, on their computers. So we hear about it on the radio, and you got to put two and two together here. Yep. Yep. But, I hear uh, you. It hey, thanks for your make call. It any easier to vote. Thanks for your call, Richard. Great, yeah, great yeah. question. Let's keep fighting. More. Let's believe that we're, our votes count, and let's believe that we're gonna we're gonna be able to s- turn the tide. All right, we have another caller, James. James from Live Oak. You're on live. Can you can you hear? Okay, us? hey, this is James. Uh, I just got off almost a three-hour call with uh, Santa Cruz City Council, and I remembered that this was going on. So I'd like to share some good news. I uh, made some public comments. The first one to speak at the. Santa Cruz supervisors meeting and I had a member of law enforcement come up and talk to me before I spoke and then we spoke three more times uh we bumped knuckles he shake my hand twice twice and then before he left he shook my hand again and put his other hand over my hand I thought that that was nice that he was appreciating me for being me now to answer the question about is the election going to be honest I mean, define honest. If we were to reduce the Ten Commandments down to love thy neighbor and do no harm, my answer would be no. <laughs> um, so anyway, I'll listen to the rest of the program later, but thank you guys for being on the air. Well, thank, thank you, James. James. Yeah, that was a great quote. I think uh, Jesus, uh, he yeah. distilled all the Ten Commandments down to two, didn't yeah, he? Love the Lord your God with all yeah. your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. Try yeah. to simplify things. All like, the law and the prophets summarizing that those just, two verses, those yep. two commands. It says you guys are screwing it up. I got to make it even easier. I'm just going to put it down to two. And if you do these two, really do these two, you'll you'll do all the. Things. Sounds like decentralized government to me. <laughs> just do the right thing. All right. Well, we have another caller, and that's Fox from Aptos. Fox. Fox, you're on the air. <laughs> Good evening. Thank you for being there. Um, I'm wondering what it's going to take to overturn this last fraudulent presidential election. I always refer to Joe Biden as pretender Biden. Um, I won't I won't tell you what I, I call Kamala Harris. I think I'd get aced off the air for that one. <laughs> um, but Sidney Powell and Mike Lindell did forensic studies of the uh, Dominion machine. Yes. And now we've got 2,000 mules 
and they did a recount in Arizona. And a recount is not an audit. When you recount a whole fraudulent ballot, that's a recount. When you audit each and every ballot to make sure it is valid, that it is uh, by a real-life person, then you get an accurate count. I know for a fact Joe Biden got into the White House because of all the illegal, um, unregistered, dead voters and their dogs. <laughs> and That's their dogs. the only way he got in, into office. But it, what do you think it's going to take to overturn this election? He has all of the horrific, unnecessary, unimaginable things that, that Biden, well, the Obama administration, let's just face it of what they have done in the Obama administration to this country since January 20th. What, what's it going to take to turn us around? Great, great question, uh, Fox. I, you know, I think the key here is that it's going to take the American people to wake up to what has actually taken place. And we have been systematically brainwashed by Facebook and Twitter. I think it's, I think what you're seeing right, with Elon Musk buying Twitter and exposing that half the people that follow Joe Biden are actually bots. I think you're going to find out also that half the people that voted for Joe Biden weren't real votes. I think that's that's coming. I think that's where it's on its way. But it's going to take more of us talking about it, showing it, explaining it to people, really helping people to really red pill, red pill people. Uh, because the, the reality is, is if if it all came out at once and people didn't see it because the American news media is so biased and controlled by six mega corporations, then the information wouldn't get out. So it's got to get out slowly, a little more, a little more, a little more, so people are starting to wake up. This is what's actually taking place. Yeah, it's been said that uh, people can't be told about it. They actually have to see it for themselves. Right. And so by al allowing, you know, and there's a whole there's a whole theory called devolution with Patel Patriot yep. where, where Trump actually did know he won and he set certain people in place in his last month of office and everyone's asking why is he firing him and putting him in place and he was setting up a continuity of government and some people believe that maybe the military will eventually step in but you can't have a military just take martial law people would be rioting in the streets right. but you have to see just how bad these decisions and these crooks are and when you see how bad it's gotten and loss of sovereignty and all those things then the people will be behind it like save us from this uh, catastrophe and so yeah. that's probably my opinion that's probably what's happening that's what it's going to take is you have to actually let people feel the heat see the destruction themselves before they're willing to change their mind and their their policies or their their ideologies yeah i think one of the roles of 2000 mules was really to wake up the rhinos the middle grounders and the old school dems uh, so that they could figure out that a, a fraud did occur and that it has changed the outcome. So there are a lot of processes. When, when you think about the amount of corruption that is in those that are in places of authority, from the judicial to the legislature to the executive branch, uh, it's not going to be an overnight uh, situation. So us waking up, us talking about it and talking about it with our neighbors and uh, continuing to press in, uh, I think we're going to see uh, a bit by bit, but I, I'm right there with you. What is it going to take to overturn uh, the last election? Well, but I totally support the theater viewing. It should be mandatory viewing for so many people of uh, 2,000 mules. And I, I so thank you for this uh, show. Uh, it should be on more than just once a week. But, you know, my husband, my late husband always said, nobody gives a darn until their ox is gored. So we got a lot more oxes to gore out there. Mm -hmm. Yep. Absolutely. Well, and that's the biblical pattern. I mean, as a pastor, I, you know, studying the scriptures, you know, the Israelites in the, during the time of Judges, it was a pretty dark period, and there was a cycle that would happen. The Israelites would become under oppression, and by the by, the Philistines, the Amorites, and those who were repressing them, and they'd have to get really bad before they finally said, "God, help us. We need your help." And I really believe that's part of what's going on: is that America needs to turn back to God. We've we've abandoned Amen. them. Amen. So. Yep. Uh, thank you so much. Well, thank you, Fox. Thank you, Fox. All right. That was good. Good. Uh, we have room for maybe one more caller. Yeah, let's, uh, and let's talk a little bit about um, some possibilities. Yeah. I mean, uh, with the two, two, par 
two um, candidate system, remember that your vote needs to count. Mm -hmm. And some of the, the conservative, we don't want to tell you who to vote for, but uh, some of the conservatives that uh, have some, some good track record on the governorship would be Brian Dahl, um, Jenny Ray LaRue. She has a Revive the California Dream um, platform. And then Anthony... Tremino, he's a, a freedom and liberty kind of guy. So as you look, go and what I would do is find what is the candidate in your mind that you would like to represent you and then go see who's, whose platform is closest to that. Yeah, that's good. Uh, you got more there on your list? Yeah, Lieutenant Governor, um, there are two possibilities that I think are really good. They're both excellent. One's anti-corruption, uh, David... Fennell, and then Angela Underwood's Jacobs. Uh, they're both very viable lieutenant governor um, candidates. And then uh, U.S. Senator's a big one. Uh, we know that there's there's the, the partial and the full term that's on our, our ballot. And I, I got to say, I kind of like uh, Cordy Williams. He's an ex-Marine, and he really wants to protect the California dream. He is, um, he's a strong candidate. But to be honest, um, to the, as we're trying to get uh, unif unity in our party, um, Mark Muser, he is also a, a great defender of the Constitution. Awesome. That's good. Yeah, I think uh, for, for me at least, it's more distinguishing between a true patriot and a rhino. Mm, uh, so Democrats big. have just kind of written off if you're going to be a part of a party platform. But those two, it's like, how do you find the rhino and how do you find the true? And so I think that's what you're doing. And, and I appreciate that, yeah. Chris, that you're, you've done some research. And uh, you got any more? We're, well, we're going to be posting some websites. And one of them uh, in the iVoter Guide, they actually have a function on that iVoter Guide that you can see who has been contributing to certain candidates. Mm. So you can, um, you can follow them and you can see if they have any nefarious backgrounds as far as financial contributions. Mm. Uh, I do want to talk about the local, the congressional districts. districts yeah. um, I'm myself in District um, 28, and I listened to Liz Lowler, and she was phenomenal. She's over in Montessorino. She's on their city council, and she has um, a strong voice. I listened to Peter Hernandez in District Congress. Congressional District 18. Mm. He's a Hispanic man who has strong family values, strong faith, very articulate. Um, he's not in my district. He's more in the Watsonville and uh, Santa, San Benito area and South Santa Clara. Uh, but uh, Peter Hernandez, if you um, are looking, if you're in that district, look at him very, very closely. Yes. And then um, down in um, Monterey and District 30 is a brand new district of Vicki Norton. Yes. She is a tremendous um, voice for Patriot. democracy, for patriotism, and um, she loves Jesus. She's she's smart. She's got a lot of energy, and she has got fight and spunk mm -hmm. in her. All right. Well, Sounds then you got uh, Jeff Jeff Gorman, the congressional district right guys for, for District 19, which is ours. Um, you've got uh, Stephanie Castro for tw District 29. Um, you know, what we really need to do is we need to get somebody running against Sheriff Hart and running against Ferris Sabah, but it's too late to do that now, but we need to be thinking about that in the future. Absolutely. Hey, um, you know... Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, we got another caller. Uh, let's get that in before the end of the uh, hour. So we have uh, Katie from Santa Cruz. Katie, you're on the air. Hi, you all. Hi. Um, Good evening. I've been wondering about the possibility of using a fingertip ID for voting. Yes. I haven't heard any discussion about it, but I can do all my banking. I can uh, transfer and pay out and with my fingertip. Yeah, you know, I think they did something like that in, I don't know if it was Iran or something, where you actually in dip, Iraq, you you dip your dip whole finger, your finger in, green. in green, and it's stained for like two weeks, so you can't vote twice. Yeah. And, I, <laughs> and you know what? We helped facilitate that in, in no, Iraq. We, from, vote from home. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, it, with the fingerprint. Um, yeah, yeah that's more like the passport that you do on your, on your iPhone where you, it recognizes right. your fingerprint. Uh, yeah, a possibility. I like that. The, the only problem I think is still you're, you're dealing with digital and you, people can hack yeah. digital. That's, that's the thing. I, 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 I hear that's a good idea, but I, just, I, I feel like it should be paper. You should have people yeah. watching it. You should be have people there counting double people, double counting each ballot. You know, both people are in, who are ver uh, Democrats and Republicans watching the paper ballots being ca hand counted and then hand tallied. Yeah. That that to me would keep. The old style. We're in a new age. We have technology. I wish someone could look into it and it would cut the waste in paper. Um, well, that's one tree I don't mind killing if it's it's for the <laughs> yeah. sovereignty of our nation. Uh, honestly, if it's digital and it's done by a machine, it is hackable. I mean, yeah. even Harari, who's part of the WEF, uh, he he says humans are even hackable. So if if it's not on paper, I would be very very concerned. Yeah. Well, thank you, Katie. Appreciate yeah. your uh, call. Great, great and comment, Katie. Yes, absolutely. Hi. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. As we close, is there any good things? I, I know we need to keep our eye out on the Durham investigation. Yeah. Major advances on that. Hillary got named by name. Uh, That's huge. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. The, the Sussman who said he didn't, he was not there on, on, for any particular client who was just acting as a patriot who brought this misinformation. Who, but now he goes. Now, now it's been very clear that Hillary actually put him up to it. Hillary paid for it. It's very clear. So that's all going to come out, and that's coming out. And if you want to follow that, you need to go to fightwithcash.com, where he is doing the daily update for the Durham Report, Durham Watch, and. It, it, you know, th this is interesting because it's like this is what was said from the very beginning. This is a fake collusion, Russian collusion hoax. And the media did not go back and check it. They didn't. They basically threw out all journalism out the window, and then just believe went with it. Went with it, and it was twenty four seven to make the American people believe that Hitler was a Nazi colluding with the Russians. And then they threw the vote. They got people to to cheat. So yeah. So there's a lot coming out on that. And that is going to be that could bring the whole house down. Yep. Uh, another thing was uh, the Hunter uh, Biden laptop that got uh, a forensic audit, and it has been proven without a shadow of a doubt that it's not been hacked and mm -hmm. everything on there is legit. They went through cross-references of all the signatures, all the emails, mm -hmm. and, uh, and it was by specialists. So that was done this week as well. Right. And then, you know, you think about the 50 people that signed a letter saying it's probably Russian misinformation. Yeah. Like even Liam Panetta signed that 50 law enforcement people, specialists, signed yeah. a bill, signed a letter saying it's, oh, it's probably Russian information without actually investigating, or they knew it was real, and they this, what, what like you said, they lied, Yep. Mm -hmm. right? Which They're liars we need to, we need with to big hold, L on their hold forehead. people accountable to this type of stuff. Absolutely. So. Well, don't, yeah, and don't forget that June, um, June 7th is voting day. That's the last day. The, clo the polls close, close, close at 8 o'clock. 8 p.m., so you need to get out there and vote. Don't think that, oh, this is just too big. You need to get out and vote. Let your voice be heard, That's and right. let's wake this bear. Let's Absolutely. wake this bear up. All right. We'll be back with you next week. God bless you. This has been Wake the Bear Radio on KSCO, 1080 on your AM.